gather here today for not only the Champagne Soccer Podcast, but a funeral. A funeral for who, you ask? The devil. Yes, clap. Clap it up. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. This past hey, week. one person's not clapping. Clap. Yeah, clap. Hey, Ephraim, humble yourself. Ephraim. Wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's get it straight. I humbled myself in the chat. Over the nah. week. Uh, I'm humble uh, myself what? enough. Hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me let me finish. I'm humble myself enough today. I'm not clapping for that, but y'all, y'all can go ahead. Y'all do your thing. Did you send him the money for the champagne? Did you do that? I'll send him 250 soon. Yeah, that'd be enough. Yeah. I can get some, I can get something cheap and nasty with that. Okay. Yeah. But to back to the point. I know it's it's choking me from up right now. He's probably got CTE from what happened on Sunday. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, there's probably hey, a lot of United. Hey, it's yeah, probably a lot of United fans with CTE. Hey, check on them. <laughs> Ask them what day it is when when they're listening to this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, Holland, Foden, two hat trick heroes. I ain't gonna go through too much of the match. Six three. Six three. Oh, we know what happened. It was a it was a slaughter. Honestly, it should have been six one. Last two goals was a gimme. When they scored their second one, I told E we about to score three. We just scored two, but that's fine. So six six three was a final. I feel like we we're now in the how high up can City go? What what will they lose this season? Is now the question because that that display for a derby match. And oh, before it is like, oh, it's your first one yet. Yeah, it's like, oh, what's what are our expectations for Holland or just the city team going forward? United, they have been doing well. They uh, beat Arsenal, which I don't like. You know, that shouldn't have happened. That was an illegal victory, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, exactly. So now they finally went up against the machine in Holland. And, hey, man, he he did his job. Check the serial number. Uh, he, he's working. That's the part of Have Midget Mac looking like a toddler out there, man. Yeah, him and De Bruyne. That pass, yeah, yeah. that that cross <laughs> to Holland for that. Uh, what was it? The second and third goal. Mm. Come on. Uh, hey, well, talk about a little bit today, man. Because hey, he didn't yeah, stop scoring, man. Hey, I saw a Champions League uh, this afternoon. We played Copenhagen. Uh, honestly. When the game started, when the match started, I texted the chat about something I saw defensively that Copenhagen was doing before there was any score. So I was like, man, this may be a good match. They were swarming uh, Gundogan, and they didn't want the magic box to happen. They didn't want the uh, left or right fullbacks to pinch in and help them. So we had to play wide. And I was like, okay, like this, that was kind of interesting. But uh we still have skill. That's another. That's something that's separating with Holland on it now from teams that Holland has played on before. The class around him allows him to just be a number nine. Yeah, man, we're going to feed it to you. So just score. Uh, that goes into what people were asking of him, but I ain't going to get into that there. Um, he, he scored from a, a pass Fox in the box goal. Wasn't that crazy, but it's just, man, a striker knows where to be at. He was in the box. Ball got deflected. Uh, he was in there for tapping. His next goal was even crazier. It was a FIFA tapping. It was a corner, went up, got deflected. Sergio Gomez tried to rocket that joint, which was nice. He uh, tried to do it again, which ended up being an own goal on the other team. But he rocketed it. And got deflected, but Holl or blocked something. But Holland was right there on the line at the angle to find the ball to tap it in again. So yeah, he's about to get like it's almost like his brain is wired to score. So I don't, we may not see him get fifty assists in in eight years. You know, saying what if that's the case? What if we yeah, gotta say then what if Holland matter. does what if Holland never gets 25 assists in his whole career and it's then just 800 it goals? Yeah. It's like, a number nine. That's how I look at it. I okay. look at it like okay, number nine, your job is to score goals. Henri is different. P 
people don't realize it. And that's why I like to say um, soccer changed before 2012. It wasn't about goals and assists. That's why someone like Nedved would win the Ballon d'Or or Shevchenko would win the Ballon d'Or over Henri, even though Henri was having more stats because back then it was more about the cerebral part of the game, even to the point where there's guys that won Ballon d'Ors and you're like, huh, for what? Really? Look at his stats. It doesn't compare. But with the obsession with the Cristiano and Messi rivalry, they're the ones that made it. You couldn't deny it when Messi's getting 50 goals in the league season, Cristiano's getting 46 goals in the league season. There was no way to ignore it or, you know, how they were scoring in the Champions League for fun. So that's when soccer became about goals and even assists. We all, we all know assists, they still don't really care about assists. They just created an assist award in the Premier League like two years ago. So number nines, hey, it doesn't matter about it for all around playing unless your team asks you to short. It's a bonus if you can, like a Harry Kane or a Benzema. Like I said, even uh, Lewandowski, I believe one of the reasons why he went to Barca was to show he has an all-around game. Because at Bayern, he was just asked to score. Nothing wrong with that. He became the best finisher we ever saw the last three years. But now you see he's still dropping goals at Barca, but he's doing other things. But that's he always had that capability. Holland, we'll see, but hey, it don't matter. I've saw earlier today, Ephraim put in, I think, a video yesterday about Ronaldo. And you should have seen Pep Guardiola, of course, one of his former teammates. And he said, man, he was perfect. <laughs> he was geek. And no, no one, when people talk about Ronaldo, they don't talk about, oh, he's a playmaking. Yeah, he could pass, but he's a striker. He's a number nine. He was there to score. But one thing with him, too, when he went to enter, he wore number 10. He started his show all around game. So, yeah, everybody develops differently. But those guys had skills that Haaland doesn't have. And Haaland has skills that they don't have. So it is what it is. You, like you said, enjoy the show. I think he should score 50-plus um, goals in all comps. I'm, I'm excited to see if he can uh, compete to try to get that messy record of 50 goals in a top-five league season. That's what I'm looking for. I just want to see the goals because it's exciting. I've never seen this before. None of us has. This brother has, like, 28 Champions League goals in 22 matches or something stupid like that. He's just going crazy. And his returns are ridiculous. I mean, they're on all levels too, Dan. And that's what I was saying last week. Like, even though, yeah, Norway, his team's not going to the uh, World Cup, but man, he's got, what, 22 goals in 23 matches, I think it is, if I'm not mistaken, for Norway. And so look yeah, at Yeah, something like that. Right. Yeah, let me, so I his returns check, on, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, he, no, he's good. good. Every yeah, level. It's my bad. Good, brother. Every level. And that's why I'm like, I get it when we talk about his development. It's going to come. I think it will come. He's still 22 years old. He he has a lot of time to develop. He has a, I think, in a good place, he can develop. And I know there's, you know, but but I think that what he's doing right now is is, is not any kind of detriment. He's, he, they're not losing games. It's, it's almost like how in the hell did they even uh, have a draw this season so far? Because, wow, it, the, the way that they score goals is unbelievable right now. They are destroying the league right now in goal differential. Uh, so, uh, yeah, man, like he, he's phenomenal. And I think he's, there's nothing but up for him. It's, it's just stinks that he's, he's in the uh, Premier League and, and playing in the other side of uh, Manchester right now. So. <laughs> Yeah, and that's another thing, too, like how I was talking about how soccer coverage has changed and the obsession with goals and analytics has intensified in the last 10 years. Bro, if this was 2000, De Bruyne would be having more coverage. What De Bruyne is doing is amazing. Yeah. He, he, but that's the thing, because soccer has changed, because we see Zidane, right? Zidane didn't score the most goals. He scored important goals, but it was what? His vision, his creativity, how he could pass, move, how he could retain the ball, 
That's De Bruyne, but we don't say it the same way. Like De Bruyne is one of the most special players I've ever seen. Ever since I watched him at Wolfsburg and he was creating for fun, breaking their Bundesliga single season record. I was like, yeah, this guy is machine. Whenever people used to try to say, oh, Hazard, Hazard. I was like, nah, De Bruyne is the best Belgian player. Hazard, at that era, hey, Hazard was special. He was world-class. He was unplayable. He was special. But I always saw something in De Bruyne, and I want to show him love, too, and to Foden, you know. Anthony, you already know, Foden has been on my suspect list from beginning of the season because of, you know, he replaced Raheem Sterling. He is treated as the golden boy of England. You know, we have a fun rivalry because I like to protect and pump up my golden boy, Saka, too, who's been amazing as well. But, hey, you can't deny it. Foden continues to get better. And having someone like Holland there, like De Bruyne there, like Bernardo Silva, that doesn't that just makes you want to be better. So he's balling. He's stepping up. So it's beautiful to see. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, that left foot connection you was talking about a couple of weeks ago is, is finally clicking between Foden and Holland both of them being lefties and finding each other. Yeah, and combining uh, together on that, like, left half space, kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's getting spooky. Um, yeah, <laughs> it makes me think about Mares, but Foden playing on a whole different side of the pitch. But it's like uh, my team has evolved so much just by Holland being there. And Holland, like y'all was saying, or you did, He's a number nine. And maybe if the class around him was better on all his other teams, this would this is what you would get. You know what I'm saying? And, but and kind of, to be fair, he has been dropping goals like this everywhere. Exactly. Yeah, so no, that's what I'm saying. No, that's so, what I, that's, so that's why, like, when, like, you know, shout out Claytis, he tries to say, uh, yeah, this he's a product of the team he's on for sure. That's mm-hmm. why it looks even more ridiculous. But he's been scoring at a historic rate for years yeah, now. Exactly. That's that shows he, he that's his style of class. That's his beast. That's monster. He's a goal machine. So he can still ben- help his team that way. But imagine if now he's on a city, an actual like dream team who has class mm-hmm. from yo. I just I just saw a quote that Pep said Phil Foden can play left back. So that means he's already thinking some nasty stuff, weird tactics. <laughs> Yeah, because he pulls them into the midfield. So, absolutely, it would yeah. work. It would and, work. Yeah. <laughs> so like, three weeks it. ago, he subbed off a, a defensive player and put on, like, two midfielders. To, I, mean, to, hey, uh, I, think, I think the Newcastle game. To I don't ball. even think – let me just say this. As crazy as it sounds, Pep saying Phil Foden can play <laughs> left back is not that much of a compliment. And that's not to disrespect Phil Foden or his ability because he's a special young player. Mm-hmm. But that's to say these niggas got 100 points with Fabian Delph playing left back. And Fabian, <laughs> yes. what the hell? Okay, then. Who can't play left back? Absolutely. Don't disrespect the Fabian Delph. You were a solid player. You just announced yeah. your retirement. But, I mean, you was never no star. But, I, yeah, no, nah, I think it was more about uh, our depth and our squad. Like, if he needed to, he can, exactly. I think he was trying to hype. Yeah, no, you're right. And I think he wanted to also show Foden love to say he could do the dirty work and the defensive work if necessary. Yeah, man. That's uh, brilliant. So, hey, we're, so here's me eating some pie. Because, as I said in the chat uh, during the game uh, on, on Sunday, uh, they had your man, what's his name, Akanji? Akanji? Yep. Yeah, Akanji. Looking like Vincent and Company. Hey, man, he he man. honestly hey man is the signing y'all scary team man. he's a b plus signing he's like the top in my eyes it's jesus is number one because unbiasedly yeah. what he's doing for arsenal yeah uh holland is number one hey man i'm a i i can't i wanted to say it but nah I, you it's about to score a thousand goals in this that's a different see that's a different kind of humble i ain't gonna put myself number one right there but yeah holland number one man he okay so holland jesus but akanji's up there because the way hey man he's not, if all my defenders was healthy and we just bought him he would still work one of them off the uh, off the starting lineup believe hey. me it, it would probably be him yeah. and Ruben diaz up there or like, or, or like him and Laporte. It will be. It will, He will be up there. He will, he's he's good. Solid. 
He's he so was calm. Solid. Yeah. Hey, it's 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 nice. Why I don't get nervous when I see the ball get passed back to him, or I see him make a run forward. He made a forward pass, think to the Bruin, and almost set up a goal. Like he made a, a actual attack in like play. I was like, man, he did. He yeah, nice pickup. Um, but to that to that match, Ephraim, I'm biasedly. I wanted to say uh, Delo's early yellow card. That was that was ridiculous. I think it messed y'all up. <laughs> it like, did. Uh, yeah, and I was like, "Dang, the ref kind of he kind of shouldn't have done that." But set the tone, like yeah, he made it, it so yeah. he made it really tough for us to be as physical. I think as we wanted to be, because I think what the game plan was, yeah, obviously y'all gonna have possession, and we're gonna sit back and shell a little bit. At the same time, I think they wanted to be a little more aggressive, uh, and little, you know, with the tackles and everything, and then the low getting that that was such an early yellow card. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, man. I think it, it threw them off. And I'm not saying things turned out different because that was that was a, as my father would say a shellacking, right? So uh, they 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 went they went ham on on United. It's almost like they had bulletin board material, as we say here in the states, right? Like they 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 was they came out with a vengeance. Say, hey, y'all think y'all did some of these four games? Okay, yeah, yeah man. They, they 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 sat us down, man. And speaking of sitting down, Casemiro, he got sat down. Yeah, I, I want to bring that was that was that was crazy. So yeah, he got sat down. But why do you think Man. he was sitting down before, <laughs> while the game was playing before he got <laughs> sat down? When and he got you, did you see what happened to him when they played in the Europa League? He was getting olayed by people <laughs> from good there either. Yeah, yep. he was oh, getting man, olayed. I, I, yeah, that's I why didn't I watch that Thursday ball. Tell okay, me, about then. It. Yeah, yeah, I didn't watch it either. But I saw the highlights of him getting spinned around yeah. like a top. <laughs> he so has a look sure, good. I'm sure Ten Hag said, well. We about to go against the best midfield in the country. <laughs> I'm not putting that slow poke in there. McTominay, at least you'll try your best. You'll yep. run. Okay. <laughs> hey, man, that was embarrassing, man. But like I said in the chat, man, I think it was something that was needed because we're not there yet. And, and at the end of the day, I think we caught – I caught, we caught two teams, Liverpool and Arsenal, in, I like, in an interesting time. You know, Liverpool mm-hmm. – they were dealing. They're dealing with some stuff. Obviously, they they drew to Brighton over the weekend, so we already know they're dealing with some stuff. Um, you know, you could say Arsenal was missing a couple pieces as well. Partey was missing. Uh, a couple other pieces were missing. You could argue that that our referee thing may may have thrown Arsenal off too a little bit. May. Yeah, whatever. Y'all came back and scored a goal to tie. Hey, y'all came back to tie the game. Y'all y'all brought it back to to, to one one. So yeah, don't act like y'all didn't have a chance. Yeah, but that chance changes. Once there. you see the referee steal a goal from you, that changes yeah. the mindset of the game. You know that. I need some of that. And I when you see the that. ref calls an R&B foul like that, but he <laughs> lets the other team do whatever they want, it's going to mess you up. Can I, I agree with you. I agree with you. So, um, so yeah, it, it, it's it's needed. I think I think it's it's good to kind of reset, get molly by a team like City because <laughs> – I mean, come on, man. Like, come on. You can you can admit, Anthony. I've been by like neighbors. miracle about City for years. Right? By so, your neighbors. Molly whopped by hey, your neighbors. The team that your uncle Alex Ferguson said y'all would never be a threat. Now hey, that's you guys get murdered every year. That brother so depressed. Hey. He has to go to Anfield to watch Champions League now. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> hey, look, real hey, quick. We real quick. Into, and I, uh, I a beating. <laughs> what's up marcus marcus is able to join us he was a little running a little late from work but you know that never stops a brother man what's good marcus yeah, we, yeah, we in the tip, tip for everybody sorry to cut in wallet phone keys man wallet phone keys <laughs> you good man we've just been talking about united getting thraxed by city highland being special we still haven't even talked about the north london derby hey and it's perfect but i got i got one more thing about united and it goes into what one of united's legends said and arson uh winger said about the Mm -hmm. wingers not uh coming back and remember what i said dan about the tactics and i wanted to have more uh i guess a soft discussion about it um you brought up that none of those guys sancho or anthony are pressing wingers they're they're weak at that they don't do the dirty work so yeah, that's not that designer don't expect, guys don't expect that from them yeah they're, they're more so you know and yeah it does go into the tactics because they're designer guys that aren't known to do the dirty work they are used as outlets for counterattacks. but i'm sure 
Ten Hag, I don't think he's that suicidal to think, oh, <laughs> the wingers of Grealish. And that's another thing, too. Like Grealish, see? He had a baller game, but because he yeah. didn't have a goal and an assist, nobody talks about it. But like I said, ball, 20, yeah. years ago, 20 years ago, he would have been one of the first people they said had a standout performance. But oh, I guess... Yeah, he was, but I guess I don't know. Maybe Ten Hag was racist and didn't think Foden and Grealish Ooh. would spook them. I don't know. Why did he? Oh, why didn't they drop back? I don't know. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. So that's that's something that uh, yeah, he may have thought he could exploit, and it didn't work out so much in their favor. And I I feel like he wanted that. Okay, y'all stay up because if they're they're exposed, like you, hey, Zaha does it. Say Maximum does it. Like he was mm. probably thinking, like yo. Mm-hmm. I've seen Sun do it. It has yeah. to work. Yeah, you know? their their midfields have more engines, man. <laughs> but yeah, you're right though, Ant. Like he 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 look at Grealish and you think, ah, he ain't been the best in City, right? You know, so let's let's exploit what he's been doing over there. And he had a phenomenal game. Like he was he was if not for the score, goal scoring of Holland and Foden, he would have he was definitely a standout player. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about it. He was he had probably had one of his better games. That I've seen him play at City, uh, Sand scoring a goal. So absolutely, he was. You let Pep Son get a hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, he heard the he heard the noise. Like, yeah, is, no doubt. Is, is he is he a, a still a good young baller? Is he is he uh is he killing it? Is he? He got three kids, don't he? He can't Whoa, be no young. What does that mean, oh, man? On, dude, I thought it was two, oh. man. You added another one. <laughs> hey. Whoa. Hey. hey, Marcus. Hey, but nah. Uh, hey, Marcus so we, said. Mar- Marcus said Foden tried to challenge Nick Cannon. Oh no! <laughs> he he nah. want that title. Uh, <laughs> hey, so from there we can jump to the North London Derby. Yeah, the biggest rivalry in all of England because it's the most intense because we're at equal footing. You know, Liverpool Everton to one sided. Liverpool United, two one-sided. City United, two one-sided. You know what's been a competitive derby throughout the decades? And it's always intense because we only four miles away from each other. Hmm. Real plex, that North London derby. And hey, what can I say? Ever since the Emirates has opened, I think they've only beat us once in there. So that's a real fortress, 3-1. My countryman, Thomas Partey with the Rocket. I mean, this brother did skip national team for Ghana, but I don't mind. As long as you score good bangers like that for Arsenal, go ahead and and disrespect your country. I don't care. That's nasty. And then, you know, another movement was nice. And, hey, this young brother, Gabriel Jesus, Anthony said he was the signing of the season because he was being humble. But I think the reason why Anthony did that, because he's watched this young man for years and he heard uh, Pep Guardiola call him the best pressing forward in the, in the, you know, the world. This man was in a World Cup as the number nine of Brazil, scored no goals. So he <laughs> lost his confidence and just became a winger and was happy with it. But then I think at the end of the season at City, he started scoring, playing as a number nine. And he got the hunger. It's a World Cup year. We're road to the World Cup. You know we on that. And he's been playing well. Scored a nice tapping goal, a fox in a box goal. And, hey, we were rolling. Then Gabriel from Brazil, left back, uh, left-footed center back. I see why they don't call you. That was a foolish penalty, boy. And when I look at our team, when I look at our team, and honestly, uh, with the center backs, you're the weak link. I mean, I'm even making moves to try to buy Salasu and sell you in football manager. It's not even out yet, bro. <laughs> so you under surveillance. And I know a hey, Ben White, amazing. His yeah. brother is playing a new position and he's bossing it. Like he's going against legit threats. Like we all saw last year's son won the golden boot in the Premier League. He's not a joke, even though his dad doesn't respect him. He shut him down. Okay. <laughs> Saliba, what can I say? the golden child put Harry Kane in bondage. All he had was a Fugazi penalty goal. He did nothing else. Hey, Zinchenko, this man, I love this brother, man. Wow. Anthony, (laughs) this guy, he is a, he's heaven sent him and Gabriel Jesus. These guys are leaders. They're winners. After the match, 
all the fans that turned up. Zinchenko's on the way home in the car with his wife. His wife gets out, goes like through the sunroof and like starts taking pictures because they're singing the Zinchenko song. They all hype. Hey, man, it's wow. a great feeling right now. Yeah, that's tight. Henri was at the match. He's always at the match, you know, especially North London Derby. But it's just great to see him say that, you know, of course he's biased. He's an Arsenal legend, an Arsenal fan, but he feels like they have something special. And hey, he, he pumped my theory too. He was a little early. He said, um, you know, he was on CBS with Micah Richards and the gang. And they asked him, do you think Arsenal are legit threats? And he said, hey, man, what is this, eight, nine games? It don't matter. He said until Boxing Day, January, that's when he starts looking at it. But, hey, I say the same thing. The table don't mean nothing until January to me. But, hey, I love seeing the team play well. Um, man, who else do I have to shout out? Oh, yeah, Shaka scored the third goal. Beautiful yeah, run. Yeah, recruit. Yeah, hey, man, hey, that's our captain. Our proxy captain, you know, Odegaard has it, but we all know Shaka's the real captain. For real, if I had to say just on watching how the team interacts, I would say the captaincy is Shaka one, two, Gabriel Jesus, three, um, three, I would say Odegaard because he is very vocal. And then number four, probably Zinchenko, man. It's crazy. Saka, he's more of a quiet, humble guy. He's a baller, but he's not as vocal as those guys. So that's why I would highlight them. But hey, Saka played well. Looks like he's about to sign a new contract too, uh, two hundred thousand a week. So congrats to you, Saliba. I'm waiting for you to sign the ting because I'm getting shook. A lot of boys are looking. A lot of people mm -hmm. are looking in. Yeah. Hey man, but hey, it's exciting. And let me tell you something, man expressions steve nash all you bum spurs fans oh my god i was enjoying watching them look sick this weekend bro and you know what's hilarious expressions marcus i'm sure you know this his brother is vance or ransom vance these guys if you guys aren't aware they're some of the most entertaining soccer personalities out there expressions is a tottenham fan and his brother's a united fan so these brothers got body rocked and they had to do a podcast about it. It was so depressing and for, for them, but entertaining for me. Check it out, man, if y'all want to laugh at ops. Nice. Ephraim, uh, Marcus, one of y'all got something on the London uh, Derby. I was asleep. It was 4.30 a.m. where I was at, man. So that was I would say, uh, so Partey ain't a captain, bro? Because I ain't going to lie. He, he must be that quiet captain because he be... He be uh, Bossing up shit now. Yeah, he does. He, yeah. But he has. He, have you heard him speak before? I have not. I have not. Yeah. Is he? Is you he a stutterer? Nah. If you hear, if you hear him speak, you're not gonna think this guy is who he thinks he is, man. He talks like. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> hey man, what do you mean? <laughs> he, he hey man, it's kind of like. Help? Did y'all see the? Did, have y'all seen the video of Valverde <laughs> oh, as a young man? Ernesto Valverde video. I when seen he, him with us yeah, with, with the with Mickey Mouse flow. Did you hear when he was young and he talked like Mickey Mouse? They wasn't respecting him on, on on the pitch. He had to change his voice. He had to get the bass to drop. <laughs> That's what Partey has to do, man. You're almost thirty, bro. Drop the bass, man. But I would say out of that match, um, y'all look pretty dominant. They look kind of spooked. I think y'all kind of started off their terrible week, like this week, with that match. Yeah. And um, <laughs> London is red. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man. And let me tell y'all something. I, I'm looking at it now, and I have to probably take back my statements on Antonio Conte. I've called him a world-class manager, but then I saw his win percentage in the Champions League is like 30-something percent. And I was like, hold on. Jeez. That's trash. You've coached you, I forgot you coached Juventus. And, yeah, they fired you because you were folding the Champions League. <laughs> so and then I'm seeing this now. I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy is terrible. He's shook. You have all this attacking talent. You have Harry Kane, uh, golden boot winner, like two, three times, led the league in assists, son, led the league in goals. You have Richarlison. He's on smoke. You have Kulisevsky, but you want him to play wing back like Perisic. Did no, you, you guys know that they have the least touches in the final third? 
out of everybody in the Premier League? Too many everybody. grandpas. I'm not. Ain't even the grandpas. It's the tactics, bro. Peter yeah. Peter Check said that we used to play like this at Stoke, and you know the talent at Stoke was not. They had to play like that because they didn't have the talent. <laughs> That's how they're playing. They're playing. That is real haram ball. That's terrorism football. That's what they're doing. And as long as you continue to do that, you're going to scare players, bro. They're not going to want to play in that. And just real quick, Dan. Uh, yeah, look, Arsenal, I've been I've been telling you this since last year. They are legit, I think, as far as like getting to the top four. Um, but yeah, they they look good. They look good. The progress the, the process is working. Um, y'all's owners have been patient and uh we've our been patient, good right now. So I, I respect them. Yeah, they've been doing their thing, but uh it took them you a weren't while. You weren't all in on Arteta last year though. Huh? You weren't in on Arteta last year though. Yeah, he's still under surveillance. I mean, it's just October, bro. He's he's gonna no, forever be under surveillance because yeah, he, he's done a lot, and what I've seen has been great to watch, bro. I'm impressed with what I'm seeing so far, but hey, United, that loss, eh, I don't like it. The refs, they help, but yeah, when we're in Europa League, I like to see what will happen with rotation. You already know, I've mm-hmm. said we don't have the deepest team. We should have gotten another defensive midfielder. I wrote an article uh, a couple of days ago. It's on worldsoccertalk.com about how Thomas Partey is arguably the most valuable player for Ghana and Arsenal, but you can't rely on him. So he can get hurt. He gets hurt. Zinchenko is hurt right now and tyranny be getting hurt. So I'm waiting. And that's not Arteta's fault. That's just, hey, you got frail players. But hopefully they say January they'll reinvest, try to get some more enforcement reinforcements. So we'll see. But yeah, for right now, I think we're definitely top four contenders. But we all know City's winning the league. Now, my question for y'all Relax. is... Yeah, they are. My Hold question on. Is, <laughs> Hold on. First uh-huh. off, yeah, what? Dan, plug plug that article. That's what's up. Say it again. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. WorldSoccerTalk.com, man. Check it out. Let me look it up real quick. I don't even remember the name of the article because I'm working yeah, yeah. Plug, on plug another article right then now. We'll get it tomorrow. But yeah, it's called it's Thomas Partey's Health bit. is Necessary for Arsenal and Ghana. Came out two days mm. ago. I, I can even put the link in the bio when the pot is. I check that out. I'm also working do that. On Drop that. Absolutely. Every time you write one, you do that. Yeah. And now, Marcus, we could do this real quick. Are you trying to say there's a chance City doesn't win the league, or it's like you don't you don't want to say like yeah, it's it's is it like ninety eight percent to you? Or you got ninety percent right now, but we we can 90. talk serious in January. No, but no, we don't have to wait till January to start. Talking. Yeah, they don't. I mean, <laughs> I mean, y'all not in first place right now. But that's but it's we've semantics. been like, see, that's that's the funny thing. I've seen that for that's what I'm saying. Y'all seasons. remember? And remember then Jen, and then the and then next May comes around and we're number one. But now it's a different thing, and I'm like, oh, we're still not number one now, but we're playing good. Oh yeah, we're winning. And man, man, we're let playing. Me, we're not. Let me we're call not, up. We're not Pookie. struggling now. It ain't, it ain't. Where's the goals coming from? <laughs> hey man. Let me call up Pookie to get a to get a miraculous dub on y'all. Our uh, oh, nah, our actually, Burley. We can go into. We can go into what the my nah, prediction see, was Marcus, I thought you Marcus. Brighton. Y'all, y'all drew against Brighton. Now you see, y'all used to be <laughs> on our tail, and it used to be like, oh, are we gonna win? I don't see my ops anymore. They've stumbled. They've fallen. We have a smoke break. I thought, Marcus, I thought you was going to say you was going to call Putin because, you know, the allegations <laughs> are that Sore is doing corruption and he might be under surveillance and lose his club very soon. We are so Manchester City loses that oil money. Uh-oh. Holy. <laughs> Pep going to be crying, leaving. We can never replace it. Oh, the money. We can never get that oil again. Oh. Hey, breaking news, guys. Um. The UK government and parliament, someone made a petition to have Erlen Holland removed from the Premier League for being a robot. They said he's not a human being. And they are, they they needed a hundred thousand signatures for it to be recognized and go to parliament. They have four hundred four thousand 
679 signatures, okay? It's under surveillance, Helen. <laughs> How many times did uh Nunez Brexit is coming? Up? Brexit is coming for me. Oh shit. Oh uh, man. man, I've seen fun wishing the MLS on them. Can't wait to see <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh man, you can you imagine him going to the MLS even at an advanced age? Yeah, that'd be crazy. But he would break Joseph's records. Yeah, well, speaking of the MLS, you know, Liverpool, future MLS coach Jorgen Klopp. I don't know. What's going on? Wow, you are so cool. Germany's next coach, you mean? I mean, nah, I think, I think he I might know. be New England Revolution, like your OG Stevie Nichol, another wow. Liverpool MLS legend. Wow, he was a galaxy boy there. <laughs> yeah, New England Revolution. You know, they, they think they're the Patriots, bro. <laughs> no, sir. Hey, man. But, uh... We're going to go ahead and talk about Liverpool uh, getting that draw this week, huh? Uh, We're not looking good, fellas. I almost was ready to write our bitch right before the Champions League game. But then we came out with our keyword for the next week, new structure, a.k.a. a new way to hide <laughs> Trent. Oh, no. So, uh, yeah, but to go over the, the, the Premier League game, the week of the uh, derbies, we had Brighton. We thought we were going to get that dub 3-1 three, three, type of deal. But uh, Leandro, T- uh, T- I can't even say his name, but Leandro. I'm sorry. Yeah, Tozar had the game of his life, dropped a hat trick on us, made Van Dyke look like look embarrassing. It was, it was not a good show out there. But I appreciate the Brighton for putting us, making us humble on that, that day because finally Jurgen has swapped formations. Maybe it was just because we played Rangers. Hey, but we'll see this weekend, man. How, how was that Champions League match today? I, I didn't watch it. Um, what formation were y'all in and what, uh, I guess, what was different? Did Was the New England midfield in? Um, or were well, they warming we up? Played, we played uh, yesterday. Uh, well, we're recording this on Wednesday. So we played this on Tuesday. Uh, we got a easy little two dub two zero uh win. The uh we came out like I said it was the the word of the of the week is new structure. We came out in a new formation the four two three one. Um had um uh, Hendo and Tiago as our two holding. We had um Trent playing his usual position, but a little bit further deep. That actually made the passing uh, lanes more open. It allowed Salah to actually uh, actually attack on the wing. So I actually think that formation will be really positive for us. We didn't get any goals in um, open play. That is a problem. But outside of that, I think we dominated the ball. Yes, it's Rangers, but I think that was a good start. We needed a clean sheet. We haven't had a clean sheet since, I think, the third week. So, hey, yeah, we, yeah, we had a positive. Fergie came to see it, man. Yeah, we had uh we had a United oh. legend in the building. Uh, but I haven't seen him at one of our games since uh Jurgen told him that we were gonna win the league. But um, <laughs> you know, maybe that could be a start or something. Boy, you think you might start school early too? And that was like, no, oh yeah, we had a uh my actually, this is gonna be my champagne goal elite, Mr. Trent Alexander Arnold coming back after all of the talk, after all of his bad defending. Even sometimes mid defending, um, he came seven minutes in free kick. Does what he does best. We don't put world class on people that aren't world class. Hey, guess what, guys? You know why Fergie went to watch that Liverpool match? Because he used to play for Rangers. I was going to so, say the Rangers. I was, I was yeah, he used ask. to play for Rangers. So this brother watch United get flu fled by City and then he watched one of his other teams get burnt by another one of his eyes. <laughs> that boy's having a bad week. <laughs> Stay away from pitches. You know he mad his whole body turned red. Oh yeah. He was frozen. Bro, he be frozen he be sitting outside. Yeah. He be frozen. Don't sit in like boxes in like in the US uh, sports. I mean he can if he wants to, but you know he wants to you sit know outside, enjoy bro. the yeah he's old school. I respect it. This brother is 80 years old. He should be chilling at last, his mansion. But, hey, he still loves the game about, and wants to show up. I respect it. Last thing about that Champions League game, um, I finally got to see my boys, uh, Mr. Ryan Kent, after we sold him so long ago. 
And I actually got to see my American boy, Mr. Malik Tillman. He came off the bench, but I got to see a quick uh, appearance from those guys. So I thought that was actually cool as well. Nice, nice. So on to another Champions League match that I didn't get to watch due to vacation reasons. But I wanted to ask you, fellas, uh, you're pretty familiar with my Barcelona blackout, um, but they lost the other day. And uh, I got a question to ask, how dangerous is it if they get knocked out? I saw seeing headlines that they could get knocked out the Champions League in the group stage. They don't win. Um, I think it's next week or something. And they would lose out on like 50-something million. Uh, As a supporter of a team who got hit by a FFP case and seeing these guys just run wild out in the football world, um, it's kind of interesting to see them uh, struggle with so many new pieces added for what seems like free. You guys. And they 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 just – Aren't they going to sign uh, Griezmann? Uh, yeah. They just sold him. I think they agreed. Yeah, they're going to sum the Atletico. Yeah. Oh, they are going to sum him. Okay. All right. Yeah, they um, renegotiated. I guess they lowered the price to, you know, make it more acceptable no more, for what Atletico wanted. No yeah, more only can that. play 20 minutes. <laughs> right. There you go. Yeah, but uh, I can talk about that Barca game because I watch a good amount of it and, you know – you're going against these brothers invented Catanacho. Shout out to Simeone and Zage, the inter coach. This was one of the best buses I've ever seen. I tell you what, man, because you have Milan Skriner. If you guys aren't aware, he's one of the best center backs in the world. He was playing right center back to try to neutralize the threat of Rafinha and Pedri with, uh, Barelli, uh, Nico Barella, one of the best underrated midfielders out there. And they did a good job. Hey, your man, Ephraim, you remember Darmian? He balled <laughs> at right yeah, wing. He's been playing over there. Yeah, so, hey, yeah. they were playing well. And one thing that I noticed is that Barcelona, because you have Dembele and Rafinha, they were just trying to put in crosses. Rafinha, of course, left-footed, normally plays on the right, but he started on the left to be a traditional winger and they were just putting in crosses and nothing went through, man. One of them was a handball. They didn't get the call. It was unfortunate. That joint was a handball, but hey, it is what it is. I mean, they had possession. They had opportunities, but their midfield got bodied like, hey, Gavi, Pedri, I know y'all the future, but these guys are grown men and they're not going to let you little homies do whatever you want. Like Mkhitaryan was doing dirty work. <laughs> like they were thugging it out. I mean, it was a good match. Uh, it was fun to watch. Uh, Onana had a great game too. Shout out to him. This is arguably, you could say his best performance as an inter goalie so far. So it was interesting. I mean, if Barca goes to the Europa league after spending all that money, it's definitely an embarrassment and they're definitely going to be, FFP suspects. <laughs> well, nice. Thanks, Dan. Uh, from there, you brought up a crazy uh, point that we can segue into. Uh, those teenagers that were getting bullied in the midfield. <clears throat> ah, nice. Uh, another teenager over in uh, Germany bossing it up, and he goes by Musiala. What do you think of him? And is he right now? the best teenager in the game him and you i would say probably might be the top two young midfielders if you still count you but moose he he right now on a different level with that because he playing the cam position for it seemed like a Bayern team that that's all they need they just need that one guy that connects that connects the dots to the to the strikers and at times he he his movement, his technical ability to be so young is pretty amazing. So like I I last year me buying best like young guy was uh Alfonso Davies, and I think this year Musiala has taken that. Okay. Uh yeah, he's balling. Um yeah, he's killing it this year. Like uh I think he has five goals in seven matches. So uh, and he scored in every goal, he scored in every competition that they've played in this year as well. Um, 
except for the uh, Premier League. I mean, except for the Champions League, excuse me. But uh, he's killing it. I give him credit. He scored a lucky one over the weekend. The goalie was uh, was kind of bad on on his goal. His I think it was the second goal that uh, that uh, Bam scored. Uh, I forgot who they played, but um, yeah, he's he's doing his thing. Him and Jude, and everybody wants to sign Jude as well. But, uh, they're killing it right now in the Bundesliga. Do y'all think more things are being asked of him at Bayern than uh, Pedri and Gavi? Um, or is it just positional based? And since he can express himself a little bit more than I feel like Gavi and um, Pedri, they have like they they have specific jobs where they let moves kind of. He can free roam at certain times of the game um, because they they have possession. They're not scared to lose possession, as opposed to Barca in that inner game. At any moment, they could have got hit on the counter. In my opinion. Hmm. Yeah, the midfield. I mean, that's the thing. That's what uh, people have been saying, like Ronald Koeman, former Barca manager, football legend. He said the game has changed. It's more physical. You need to adjust tactics. You need to switch it up. And, hey, 10 years ago, Xavi and Yesta could be pillars in the midfield. I don't know if they can today consistently, unless you just have crazy work rate, crazy ball retention, and you have the ability to press and win the ball back quickly. Because when it comes to physique, yeah, Pedri and Gavi are going to get bodied. Like there's a picture of Bestoni dribbling the ball, and Gavi's looking like a towel, trying to hold on. He can't handle it. But yeah, I would say Musiala is the best teenager because he is given the free roam to be the number 10 because they've moved Thomas Muller up to the number nine, Mane to the left, and Sane to the right. And Musiala and Muller playing together has been amazing. Musiala has talked about how playing with someone cerebral like Thomas Muller has been a crazy experience and he learns from him every day. So playing with someone like that is only going to make you better. Jude Bellingham, this young man, I don't know if, I think he is a leader, but when it, the thing is, y'all see he's the captain of Dorman right now? Uh, I did see that. You know why, though. You know why, Please, yeah. Increase because the, Mr. Yeah, Ruiz cannot stay on the damn pitch. No, no, it's 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 increase the price for us. You know, that is the last ditch effort. If you ever watch a club when a brother nice is trying to leave, oh, please be the captain. Come on, dog. Increase the fee. Help. We'll be that's what they're trying to do today. Bellingham, he scored today too, and he had an assist. So yeah, they are the two best teenagers in the world. I would say Musiala is number one because he'd be bossing for Germany too. Yeah. Nice. I would say he's up there. I would say he's number one. And uh, especially because if you answer the call, no matter what position or whatever, and you perform, I respect that. And, I, and he's answering the call. You know what I'm saying? It's, he, he's helping this team. So at that age, and that's why Jude is number two. And uh, But I like, I like how, I like, what is it, goals and just flashiness. But I love a midfielder, man. So. Can't wait to see where they go for both of them, where they're at from uh, after this. Do you think uh, Musiala stays at Bayern and becomes a legend or go, go somewhere designer if that's not designer? I hate uh, – I ain't trying to disrespect them if he's if that's a designer team to somebody. Uh, they are a designer. They are a designer club. Designer, yeah. but yes, they absolutely are. I'm thinking, about the, I'm thinking about the white designer in my head. I'm thinking about Real, Real Madrid. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> – that's the yeah, they're white idea. designer when it comes to jerseys, but white designer when it comes to white men, it's Bayern. Right, I know. Yeah, Ribery, Robin, hey, Mueller, hey, I know. they have I know. Lewandowski. I'll hey, just think about I'll, Image. Yeah, I know. I know. Lum. The designer I was more thinking of white jerseys, white kids, the white, the 14 champion. I was thinking about that. But that's the thing, too. That's the irony of Real Madrid. Yeah, they're designer because they win and have cocaine white jerseys, but they they play counterattacking football. That's why, like I showed y'all the other day, look at the pressing numbers of Vinicius and Rodrigo. And like I wrote about the Champions League final, Real Madrid, they had the ball like 51% in the Champions League. They're a counterattacking team. 
they don't play designer football, quote unquote. They're they play counterattacking football with designer players. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, and that's they, what they be doing. I would say is always tempting, and I think it would, can be a tempting uh, thing for him to to look at at some point. But I think he's going to stay. I, I mean, look at some with how they. He's German. He's he's in a place where he's obviously beloved. And I thought he, he was English. Thri- Who? I thought he was born in England and then he moved to Germany. Yeah, well, he Germany. used to play he for plays. the. He used to play for the England youth setup. Yeah, he only then, got like he got like six get, games in the youth yeah, setup for the England. Yeah, he, yeah, he's don't don't, sure. don't he's from the Chelsea Academy. Don't don't let him. Yeah, he was born in Germany, but he grew up in England. You know, and then he decided he what, what wanted he? to play for England. He played for England under fifteen, then Germany under sixteen, then England under seventeen, England under 16 and England under 21. So he showed I was ready to play for England, but you know what happened? Because Bayern is smart, they realize why all these other teams are spending crazy wages for players that only have one good season. We'd rather buy young players. And with Musiala, I think they said, hey, you come here, you're going to get PT and you're going to walk in the German national team. And he said, all right. Yeah, but so... Right. So anyway, I, I think he's going to stay uh, to, to make a long story short. I think he's going to stay there. No. Yeah, I think he'll stay for a little bit, serial winner. For a few I mean, years. he ain't going to be there yeah. a decade or nothing, but yeah, good Probably four not. or five years. Okay. Yeah. What's he'll the make club there, make himself a legend there. But yeah. What is the usual club people leave Byron to go to though? Real Madrid. Yeah, that's always <laughs> that's the biggest club, or yeah. or United for the funeral. You know, shout out Schweinsteiger. Wow, that was ridiculous. Uh, man, we got low hanging fruit right now. That's why I brought up a different brand of designer. But hey, let's talk about somebody else who's trying to bring all the designer clubs into one league. Nice, take it away. Yeah, thank you, Anthony. You know, the king of football, Florentino Perez, president of Real Madrid one of the greatest leaders of sports organizations we've ever seen in all sports. Uh, Recently, he was speaking at an event and he was talking about how the Premier League and all the leagues in England, they need to wake up and realize what's going on. How is soccer the most popular sport in the world? But when it comes to TV ratings, hey, we're not as high. How come we have this champions league setup where that he was mentioning how, whoa, we've only played Real Madrid or as Real Madrid. We've only played Chelsea this many times. We've only played Liverpool this many times. We need to be able to play the best of the best more consistently. He feels like the super league is still needed. And it's interesting, even as the king of football, PSG tried uh, the president, their president, who was also the head of the European Clubs Association, he tried to say that the Super League was being created because Real Madrid and those teams are afraid of competition. And Florentino left and said, boy, what are you talking about? We win Champions League for fun. You don't even, when you win, when you go to a final, you're happy to be there. When we go to a final, we know we're going to win. Behave yourself. They expect to win, right. Yeah, so that's why I feel like this Super League, it's still going to be around. Um, is it ever going to happen? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, the only team still left, you know, of course, there was 12 teams originally in the agreement. Now it's just Real Madrid, Barcelona, and Juventus fighting for it. And it's funny, when you look at it, we already know Barca broke boys. They need help. Juventus broke boys. They need help. But Real Madrid is healthy. So that's why Florentino, they need him to push the propaganda because he's the only one that is actually healthy. The other clubs need the bread, bro. They're hungry. You saw Jurgen shut that shit down instantly. They asked him in the presser before the uh, Rangers match. He started laughing. He said, who who, who, who said this? Perez? No, no, no. He said, that's a funny guy. He said, we, we have no, 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 no reason to do a, a Super League at this moment. Yeah, well, yes. How y'all think of it? I need the Super feel? League. I want the Super League. I need it. And real quick, Dan, how you feel about? Would you? Has anybody heard what Todd Bowley might be thinking? Because I, I have a feeling he'll be on board. 
Oh, you know he's with it. Yeah. Yeah, I know he would be with it. Watch, it's gonna be him. <clears throat> teams, all like the Liverpool. teams were. Oh, all I mean, of the twelve teams were with it. The twelve yep. teams were with it, including Liverpool. Hey. The club, he don't until, have no say. You're just yeah. an employee. No, no, until, until the fans. fans. Yeah, until the fans. About, but that's the thing. The fans' backlash was based on propaganda they heard. It wasn't based on actual information. Exactly. The, thing, the things that happened was that the governments were upset. Because they were saying, hey, if these guys create this Super League, we're going to ban them from the league. Why? Yeah, because you don't get to control the TV. You didn't get you don't get to control everything. So because of that, y'all try to shut it down. Did they do it properly? No, the rollout was bad. They did in the middle of the night during the pandemic. So it's like, oh, these brothers are trying to use the pandemic to make more money. It didn't look right, but I think it's still going to be around. It's the same thing like we see with college football and college athletics. These super conferences, they're going to happen in other sports. We see it in golf. We live golf. If you're not aware, it's basically a super league in golf going on right now in the Middle East. So it's going to happen in other sports. It's going to happen in soccer. I think they're going to try it again. I don't know if they'll be successful, but they're going to try again. He yeah, because he brought up he brought up tennis, which was a really actually a really good uh, comparison, if you ask me. Talking about like Nadal and Djokovic, uh, Djokovic uh, playing each other fifty nine times in sixteen years. Exactly, I mean, yeah, the best. Right, of the that's best. Exciting. it is exciting. You tune in for yeah. that. I mean, you tune in for people like Venus Williams playing her sister multiple times over the years. You know, you tune yep. in for things like that. So I I agree in a way. Like I look, I, I know we may get some some you know fire from across the pond about how we think about this but hey they they got they got some points though i mean the the, the tv revenue is controlled uh they're not controlled by the teams and that's what they want the teams want to be able to control that that revenue yeah. um want to look like the nfl you know they keep referencing uh american sports and how they how they do things so they really they they want something they want something different and uh yeah i agree with you i think it's going to come at some point at least some some kind of tweak to the norm is going to come. But if- my question would be to you guys is, okay, let's say they get those teams. What about what about the Bundesliga where it's 50 plus one vote and you can't just say, I'm going to take this team and go to the Super League. The fans got to be with it. Oh, they can stay. Like in the original Super League, there was no German team. They can stay. It's okay. Right, there wasn't. They no. can stay because the Bundesliga is a well-ran league. They're not chasing, you know, the... Uh, well, you could say they are, but they're doing it in a different way. Like for American TV rights, they've linked up with ESPN Plus. They're trying to get more coverage. But as we know, that league is more so based about what their country is, the live fans, them coming to the stadiums. Like they're more about them. Of course, if they could grow the league, sure, they would try to. But the German clubs aren't as thirsty to do it. And the same thing in the original Super League. There was no PSG because why? They're happy to dominate the French league. They're happy. They control nope. their own TV. They have BN Sports, so they don't care. They just got the World Cup. They paid for that illegally. They ain't tripping on no Super League. So those teams, yeah, they'll stay. But the other teams, like, hey, that original 12, they still there. And Florentino has said, hey, all y'all boys signed a contract. It's binding. Just because the media and the fans punked you in a quay and now it's still binding so we'll see how it works out in court mm. Mm. <laughs> hey man i mean we'll sports business out. man it's the industry you ain't lying it, it, it's become business right it's become a big big business so things change don't worry super league coming to amazon prime in <laughs> 2026 hey i'm excited yeah, we'll see it. I think um, Amazon Prime was the original TV sponsor, too. <laughs> That's why the NFL hopped on it, and then they still got a slot for the world's football. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, so from there, y'all, it's a time for the champagne goal of the week. Uh, I'm going to start. I'm going to just go with, again, I'm a guy who I love the pass. That leads to the goal sometimes, but hey, not everybody has a KDB on their team. So I got to go with the KDB assist curler to Holland 
diving, stretching his leg out for for a goal on United. That would be mine. Uh, Dan? I got to go with the goal that happened today. It almost looked fake, man. It was um, – the buildup was smooth. I'm talking about PSG's first goal against Benfica. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That pass was smooth from Neymar to Messi. But then Messi, it's like, bro, do you – I know you know the physics of football, but how do you just get that little touch and it's automatic? The curve, the touch, the precision, it was, it was too easy. It was like when I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's a goal. It was no question about it. So that's my champagne goal of the week, man. I know it's blasphemous to say it's a joke, but it's kind of not, man. You can't spell Messiah without Messi. Yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> hey, oh beautiful, beautiful goal. Marcus, what, what you got? Hey, man, you already know. My boy is back. We popping bottles for young Trent, man. Mm. Seventh minute. Against Rangers, free kick specialist, man. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, a banger. All right. Ephraim, uh, you, go, <laughs> you got one? Whoa, what was that? What was that? It's almost <laughs> like I wasn't worthy of giving a goal of the week this week. And I felt like you got, Dang, six, bro. you got six of them to choose from. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I actually had Trent Alexander Arnold for mine at first, but then I changed it to uh, uh, Lubacic. I watched this game, um, uh, Cologne beating uh, Dortmund this weekend 3 1. Uh, he scored, I think it was the third goal he scored from the top of the penalty box, uh, right at the 18 yard mark. So, uh, beautiful goal that he scored. So, that's mine. Nice. In the club, all stars for the week. Who, who y'all got? Uh, I'm going to go. First, because I know it's gonna be an easy one, and it sucks to say this, but I'm gonna go Erwin Holland. Come on, man! I'm gonna say he's mine too. After every win, after every hat trick, I don't know if you guys out there know he posts they didn't believe in us, but God did. So just keep looking straight, and watch him score. He's in the club having fun. Marcus, I got the midfielder from Inter. Uh, I don't really know how to say his name. Uh, Hakan Kukulugu. How you say that? Oh, name? yeah. I'm Three. not as. It's like Kaganlui, I think. Uh, Kaganlui. He used to play at Milan. He's a very silky player. Yeah, homie. You in the club for me. The way you was bossing that midfield, bro. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Nice. Okay. He got a goal, correct? What was that? Yeah, the 40, 45th minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's also a free kick master. Real smooth, man. Uh, in the club for me, I mean, who else is being the club? They're Arsenal. We in the club all-stars. We invented the club. Come on, social media does. You know we in the club. The whole well, club is in the club? Yeah. Wow. And you know, you know who else Are is in the club? Are y'all putting that shit on? Oh, fast. Come on, Marcus. You know that. And you know who's in the club with us. The Atlanta Braves is in the club. Talk your shit, man. Five time. Five time. <laughs> and City was Take in the club. Take that wild card. I think everybody's team was in the club except Ephraim's club. I mean, <laughs> did the Rockies do something good this weekend? You do know I'm I'm not a Rockies fan. So. I mean, I thought you maybe you had a new hobby moving to Denver. You never know, brother. Yeah, nah, I, I stayed DC until <laughs> I die, brother. <laughs> Baseball's never coming in. I, I'm I'm all DC all day. Like any DC team is my team. So oh, come yeah, on. I, I don't know anybody outside of DC oh, except for Manchester United. Like, Ephraim, come on, man. We gotta move. I mean, I'm I'm there. from the DC area. Who else? You are, you are, but you left. You gotta get those shackles off you, my man. Yeah, nah, I'm good, man. Oh, don't well. Don't, no. <laughs> well, we, we we gonna leave with the shackles off of us. <laughs> yeah, I'm free, man. Dan, I mean, Mark- I don't look real quick, and I'll and I'll leave with this. Look, I, as far as like the commanders go, like I'm oh not totally invested. They got some issues that they need to sort out at the top. And I think y'all know what I'm talking about. I so, wasn't trying to bring up their name in this pod. That's crazy. It's okay. I did. I, did. <laughs> I wasn't trying to give them any acknowledgement. It's okay. I mean, we know they stink. 
Yeah, nah. I didn't even know they played uh, them Cowboys the other. The, uh, oh, over man. I was like, oh, that's hilarious. That's how far removed I am. That's tight. <laughs> <laughs> and I think after the game, people were mad because uh, Daniel Snyder took a picture with Jerry Jones. Like, hey, man, I'm happy to be your friend in your app for over 20 years. And even Jerry oh, looked uncomfortable him. in the picture. Like, what? Hey, he we loves can- him. He loves Jerry Jones. Y'all, I mean, yeah, that's, that's why we know he loves hey, that man. That's who he wants to be like, but he doesn't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't know football, but we can leave with this. I won't name any names, but I have, you know, uh, other delusional redskin slash watch the football team slash commander fans who still have that CTE from 20 years ago. And it's like, yo, we can go to the Super Bowl, yada, yada, yada. Beginning of the season, Carson Wentz, yo, watch out. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He's the man. He's it. To just last week, he was saying, I don't know about Carson Wentz. Who is he? So, hey, it's the same cycle for all fandom of the Washington football team. I will not call him their new name anymore. And it wasn't me, guys. It was not me. Oh, no, it wasn't even. So, no. But, hey, laugh <laughs> at that, y'all. And hey, Mark- before we go... I just got to say, this is Champagne Soccer. I represent Arsenal, the freshest team in the history of soccer. That all white, that all right, all white Real Madrid is cool. It's nice because they win, but it's the same thing every year. They don't be putting it on like us. But anyways, we signed a new deal with Adidas extending to 2030. So we're going to be dripping, continuing for the rest of the decade, man. Freshest club in the world, Arsenal FC, the Arsenal. Just had to put that in there real quick. Yeah, we're biting uh, AC Milan this year. <laughs> hey, don't worry. You're about to and win the quadruple, man. That, right. It doesn't even matter anymore. Off-white deal. They got an off-white sponsorship. I'm like, yeah. Hey, did you – hey, matter of fact, <laughs> the actual trailer for their jerseys, I meant to send this to y'all. AC Milan, they were actually count, they were counting numbers. It was like 1960-something. So I was like, yo. I know exactly what they're doing. They're counting Champions League wins, but not even saying there were no words. None of nobody was speaking. It was just the number. Oh, did they count? Did they count, count, count did, fingers? Whoa, but did they did they count that club. one? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Here's my club. Bigsby, Collinsworth, whatever. We gotta we speak to hey man, it's just nasty. That wasn't champagne. Shout out to AC Milan for being real champagne and 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 legacy in in the football world. That's all. We were trying to get there. <laughs> Dan, Marcus, Ephraim, I'm Anthony, and we out. We out. Peace.